Good morning, Joe. A gray day going on here. Another one. Seems to be a pattern developing on these <laughs> Mondays and Tuesdays, yes. <laughs> but uh, better wet than white. Agreed. Although I know, uh, at least in your world, you're preparing for that, right? Yes, we certainly are. We've had uh, a number of discussions recently, obviously with my public works team, commissioner and superintendent, the entire team, and uh, you know we're in good shape. Salt is up ten dollars a ton this year, so hmm. we're seeing uh, prices and everything going up, including road salt. So um, obviously we're preparing the salt shed. I think we have it full now for the season. Uh, we actually buy our salt out of the Quincy Shipyard. Jay Cashman's property has a vendor down there, which makes it a lot easier than prior years going to East Boston. How are you set for uh, plow operators? I know the state is uh, facing a shortage. How about here in the city? Yeah, actually, I, I asked that question uh, a couple of weeks ago at the Mass uh, Department of Transportation Board of Directors, and, and um, you know, they're, they're filling them, but they still got a lot of slots open at the state level. We're in good shape. We get everybody coming back. Um, We've got some big contractors, including Norton and Feeney, that cover a lot of routes in our city and a number of individual uh, guys, as well as some of the smaller contractors. So we're in a good place. We're ready. That's good news. Uh, but before the snow flies, uh, still some decent weather ahead, including uh, decent weather to play at the Collins Rest a While Playground. Yes, indeed. Collins Rest a While. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, the park director's name in the 60s was Richard Koch. And he proposed and built the Collins Rest a while, and everybody was critical, saying, "Who's going to go to that? It's not in a neighborhood." And it became the most popular playground in the city for a number of years, <laughs> interestingly enough. And uh, so, Collins is getting the uh, a rebirth, if you will, state-of-the-art new equipment, and it'll all be handicapped accessible for some of the kids that have trouble navigating on the wood chip stuff. So. Um, if you go back a number of years, Michelle Lydon from Wallison left and led an effort that uh, re- refurbished it, but that was 20 years ago. It's, it's amazing how time goes by, Joe. <laughs> and that equipment, usually they, you get 20 to 25 years out of the good stuff. Uh, the, the, the less quality stuff, you're lucky to get it done at 12 years out of Yeah. Well, I and mean, of course, as you know, that's an active area. It's in the heart of Marymount Park. Yep. It's softball games, soccer games, football games all kinds of activity around it. So I know a lot of folks that have older kids and they have younger kids, they bring the younger kids over to do the playground equipment where the other kid may be playing a game right in that area. Mm-hmm. So it's a great location for it. I was just going to say, not a neighborhood, but certainly a high-profile, centrally located spot where a lot, you know, hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people pass by every day, so uh, they know it's there. Exactly. Yeah. What happens, too, is uh, families, kids, they get tired of their neighborhood units, so they go in search of trying others. Yeah, so you see that happen around the city as well. Sure. And uh, I'm, I venture to, to guess uh, kids from Central Middle come down the street and use it as well. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. So that'll wrap up this fall? Indeed. Is that, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there are other playground restoration projects going on across the city. Well, I think we've done most of them. I don't think there's, if there's any left, it's, it's one or two, Joe, that okay. haven't been rehabbed over the last few years. I know the LeBrec field looks great after that project. Or that was badly needed. It was, and it, we changed the whole concept down, and then the neighbors embraced it. Yep. And uh, people are using the walking path around the field as well. They love it. So uh, good stuff. 
Speaking of parks, uh, any update on the plans for a park over uh, on Quincy Shore Drive where the beachcomber used to be? Actually, uh, we've met a couple of more times with our park designers. It's really going to be uh, generally very low-key uh, passive with uh, a little walking path through it, but probably wildflowers and some sea grasses and hydrangeas and things. And what we're looking at now, we've, we've engaged with a, a designer to how can we honor the Beachcomber site and the history there. So there's a portion of the park probably closer to the retail area there on the right-hand side where the building was. Mm -hmm. um, we're in the process now of coming up with some design. It, it would honor Jamie McEttrick and, and Joe Kinnikos, who were the partners in that business for a long time. But but in somehow um, kind of speaking to the history that and the, the various acts that played there. So we're in the process of design, final design on that piece right now. But in the spring, we'll be uh, will definitely be under construction. Okay, something to look forward to. It certainly launched a lot of uh, talented careers from that location. It sure did. Yeah. yeah, for a tight little place, a lot of big acts played there. A week from today is November first, and I know uh, the end of November. Very sharp. Yeah, <laughs> it's rather active in Quincy uh, around the holiday season. So, uh, planning meetings taking place. Indeed, yep. yes. Uh, well, first of all, we, we've got the Abigail Adams statue dedication November 5th, so certainly all hands on deck for that. But right. we've, uh, we've done another request for proposals, a three-year program on our lighting of Quincy Center. We, have, we had two private entities bid on that, and uh, the guy that has done it for the last couple of years, the company uh, has gotten that bid again. So we're actually in the planning stages. We've ordered trees. Uh, added additional lights. We are preparing for what will be another beautiful holiday season with the, the lighting in Hancock Adams Common, but throughout the center and throughout the Wallace and North Quincy, as you know, we also do this displays working with some of the white councils in their indiv individual wards where they have uh, various tree lightings. Uh, I don't know that anyone does it like Quincy, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. And, of course, uh, the parade on the 27th, that's Sunday, still uh, yep. have the uh, UMass Minuteman marching band lined up to perform? Yes, uh, that's a huge draw. I mean, that, uh, I've never witnessed it directly, but uh, when you talk to people that uh, are into the band world, uh, their eyes light up when you talk about that. Mm. I mean, it's like 360 members or something. Yep. Uh, what a sight that will be going down Hancock Street. Yes, indeed. Let's hope the weather cooperates <laughs> for that this Let's year. Hope. <laughs> uh, and I know that you have uh, the Good Scout Breakfast is coming back uh, this year. <coughs> yes, uh, Ray T-Bird, who everybody knows in scouting, yep. uh, and the committee, they, they formed a few years ago Friends of Scouting here in Quincy. So um, essentially the money's raised will go directly back to the Quincy Scouting Groups and their efforts for camping and, and the different endeavors they uh, they, uh, they they do each and every year. And rather than dealing with the regional scouting where, you know, the money probably went more to salaries and things, mm -hmm. the, uh, the the thought was, let's let's get it back directly to our kids right here in Quincy. So Ray T. Burge and entire committee, Chuck Phelan, a number of folks are working on it. So we're glad to do it back in person. And we're honoring uh, three individuals. Uh, Dave Murphy, uh, Commissioner of Natural Resources, we actually works with a number of Eagle Scouts on projects over the years. Mm -hmm. uh, been very, very friendly and welcoming to the Scout community. 
and all he does. And then Leo Kecker, uh, of course, our proprietor of Alba, and John Miller, who is the CEO of Quincy Credit Union, will be on it for their works in the community as well. So looking forward to it. We always involve the kids. The kids speak. The kids do the honor guard. Uh, it's, it's usually a great morning. Yeah, it's uh, Thursday, November 10th, up at uh, Granite Links, and it's an early start for folks. <laughs> so. Well, a lot of the business community like it that way. They, yeah. they go early and then go off to work, so sure. it works pretty well for that event. Very nice. Because that's the middle of the day for you. Absolutely is. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Appreciate your time, Mayor. Anything else we should let folks know about right now? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. We're also preparing for Veterans Day activities, which should be coming up. Of course, yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll be honoring uh, Tom Kiley this year as well. We can talk more on that when I have the dates uh, nailed down. Okay, good. Look forward to that. Enjoy your day. You also. Thanks, Thanks Mayor. Sir. Yep, bye-bye. Quincy Mayor Thomas Cook, our weekly City Hall update here on AM Quincy.